Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, but joining us now on the hotline is the guy who this song is about. Got dirt, got dirt, got dirt, yeah, baby. Ah, uh, yes, dirt, baby. You know that got familiar dirt, song. Got dirt, Whenever it plays, yeah, they're in the presence of the big German, and now dirt, is no different. Joining dirt, us now on the Ben and Skin yeah, Show baby, is the man behind the dirt, Heroes Celebrity Baseball dirt, Game, the great Dirk Nowitzki. How are we doing today, Dirk? Sorry, guys. I forgot about you. I forgot <laughs> about you a little bit, but hey. Better, better late than never. But uh, listen, hey, I've been so busy after uh, retirement is worse than playing. I mean, I used to just worry about, you know, I got to show up at the gym, work out a little bit, and I'm done. And now I'm this business mogul, you know, and now I got to handle handle all these things. So I actually, I totally forgot about you guys. I'm uh, I'm sorry about that, but uh, always good to hear you guys. Well, man, thank you for taking the time to join us, and we'll forgive you because of all the great times you've given us. So oh, I appreciate it, guys. Good on that. Hey, what, but what are, what are you doing besides just sitting around and playing Fortnite? And stuff? I, I wish I was sitting around playing Fortnite. No, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a lot of time now for, for fundraisers and, you know, all these events before the summer hits because then in the summer everybody's gone. And so the spring and the uh, – and, they, uh, and, uh, and uh, and the fall time is a, is, a, is a busy time where every weekend I feel like it's, it's been an event. And, you know, we're still trying to get our uh, foundation situated and, and do, do even more stuff. And, uh, so we got a new office now. And so I've actually been, uh, I've been running around a lot. If you guys saw, I went to, down to Austin yesterday. I drove down there and, uh, and saw some of the, um, I saw it, you know, was in the Capitol and, uh, hung out there for a few hours, so it's been—it's honestly been one thing after the next. But uh, enjoying it, you know, is is different. Honestly, I have not worked out once since that last game. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying not uh, having that pressure of of always going to the gym. And uh, one day I don't go, I feel like oh, you know, I feel bad. I should have done this and this. And so I've just you know been enjoying it and going to every kid's event at the school, which, uh, as you guys I'm sure know, there is something every other day at school right. they want you involved, which is, which is great. But uh, there's a lot happening. So, yeah, I've been, uh, been staying busy. We traveled a little bit, and we're about to travel a little more uh, once the kids do get out of school. So, yeah, really just having, having a good time and uh, uh, seeing the family a lot and also mixing in some business. All right, I want to ask you a couple of questions about this Austin thing. You said you drove down. Was that actually Dirk behind the wheel, or did you have a driver? And... Yeah, you know, I, I have my guy, uh, Mr. Bishop, as you, you guys know okay. me. He's on, oh, yeah. on all the trips uh, with the Mavs, and uh, he went down there, and uh, we actually, uh, Keisha from the Mavs went down. And um, so, yeah, we had a little little uh, uh, road trip going on. It was, it was fun. So, no, it, it was quick. I actually, believe it or not, I've never been to Austin, which is uh, sort of embarrassing to say, but, you know, in, in my 20s, I always in the, in the summer is really the time to do that stuff, but I always went home as soon as the season was over. Uh, you know, I played national team for 10-plus years, and uh, so it was, never, it was never on a schedule for me actually to make it. So it was actually nice, nice to go down there and, and enjoy the drive. And, 
um, and, and see some stuff and, uh, and see the Capitol and the building. And uh, it, was, uh, it was neat. And now I can say I've uh, been in Austin. Okay, so obviously you've been to Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston. I'm assuming, based on what you're saying, that's it. Like, you probably drove through Waco for the first time, right? I drove through Waco for the first time. It looked like a, a nice little town, i got to say. I, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, so, yeah, I saw, I saw that little bit of the campus there on, on the left when you drove through. And On the way back, we had a detour. They, uh, they closed down the, the 35 coming back up because there was a, apparently a major wreck, so... Then they kind of took us through some back roads, and then uh, we didn't see Wake on the way back. But on the way down, I was able to see a little bit, and it's nice, uh, i got to say. You know, uh, we know you well, and you try to hide a lot of this, but we're very aware of your extreme generosity and what you do with your foundation. So it's no surprise to us that you've been busy with that since you yeah. retired. Uh, and it, but you did. You talk about having not worked out. I was, I was laughing because I don't think I've ever seen you in TMZ and I hated it for your privacy because they're all up in your business. But they're but the story on TMZ was Dirks at the beach and he's shredded. They're giving you so much love for being ripped. If, if that's shredded, then uh, we'd be in trouble. Now, you know, I gotta say, I've, I've gained a little bit, and I guess it's normal, you know, if you don't have to pressure. And you know, uh, it's the first time I don't really watch my diet. You know, sometimes in the summer over the years, you know, I've had a few wines in here and there, but. To completely not worry about it is, is something I really enjoyed, and so I've, I've, I gotta admit, I've had ice cream almost every day. Uh, <laughs> so you know, the last couple of days I've been trying some suits on, and they just don't fit uh, anymore, like they like they have the, uh, my, my last ten years or whatever. So I've been I've been gaining some weight, but the good thing is when you when you're seven feet, you know, you hide, you hide it pretty good. I mean, it's, uh, unless it gets, uh, it goes really high, but uh, I'm probably already, you know, 15 pounds plus than I was already at my playing weight. So it, as you guys know, it goes up really quick going down. <laughs> going That's down is a grind. So, but I'm, I'm really, I'm enjoying it. And, you know, eventually I'll get back on the program, you know, you can't just not do anything for for the rest of my life, you know. You got to sort of train your heart down, as you guys, I'm sure, are aware of. As as an athlete, if you train for so long, you can't just do nothing for the rest of your life. So eventually, once, but right now, I just have zero motivation to to, to go work out at all. And so eventually, that will come back, and I'll find a routine uh, where it's where it's fun again. But as of now, it's been uh, it's it's family, and and and, and we're gonna start traveling soon. Yeah, you're going to be rethinking a lot of those tailored slim fit suits that you got there. It's so like, you're a cut. It's just look at, not looking and <laughs> fitting the same. Uh, uh, when, I want to ask you this question because we saw you uh, during the Stars playoff run. I and know. So, you know, and, and that, that was fun for everybody. But I did think about this. You know, you're up there hanging with the boys in the suite, and I'm like, okay, do you have to go to the wife? I mean, because when you go to work out, that's, that's part of your job, right? She accepted yeah. that, but... Do you have to go and ask, hey, honey, can I go out with the boys tonight and get permission to do that? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell her for sure. It's not like I'm just heading out and just see you. I mean, no, <laughs> I, I'll definitely <laughs> tell her what's, what's going on. And, you know, um, as you can, can probably imagine, there's, there's a thousand things happening when you have three kids and, 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 a, and a private life and stuff. So we actually have a joint calendar where I'm like, oh, wow, next week is such and such. So 
I can see what's kind of going on and what I got going on. So that that's been a, a nice invention for me. So kind of been getting used to that. And um, no, for, for sure. But the playoff run was was super fun. I thought we were actually going to squeeze by uh, once once we went up three two on St. Louis. I thought we were going to squeeze by. Just uh, just a tough one. And, and every time I went to I went to game three in round one. I went to game three in round two, and both were L's. So I've even got people on Twitter hitting me up, please don't come to the game. I mean, I love you, but please stay home. We're, you know, we're the stars need to win. So uh, that was, unfortunately, every time I went, uh, we lost. But, yeah, proud of the guys, you know, where, where they started and where they finished the season and, uh, and really made it a fun battle. And, and you know, if I, during the season I don't have as much time to, to go to games and enjoy hockey and, and, and baseball as much as I, I should, but – you know, since I'm done now, I, I got a lot more time, and I, I did enjoy watching some hockey. Man, I love hearing that you're eating ice cream, and uh, <laughs> you know, we we saw firsthand, and, and even people that know you better than we do, just describe the sacrifice, the things you denied yourself and deprived yourself of. And I, I remember Skin was telling me they came out with the Dirk Burger, and you couldn't even really have much of it, you know, because you're yeah. so disciplined and you know coming with healthy food to the game. So I'm. Um, I'm loving. I'm loving that you're treating yourself. But I do want to ask you about exercise. Will Dirk Nowitzki ever play pickup basketball? You know, I, I, right now I don't see it in my future. Honestly, I, I left it all out there uh, for this <laughs> for this franchise. You know, my foot has actually been struggling. Uh, I haven't even been able to really play tennis. You know, I've I've done all sorts of stuff this season just to get uh, get through uh, almost every game after after I had my initial. Um, injury and so um, my ankle has been struggling a bit so hopefully you know over the months now uh, where I don't have to pound and run and jump every day that uh, it's going to get a lot better if not um, I'm going to have to think about doing something else but uh, yeah I haven't I didn't really make it through this season great you know this this season was tough for me I think a lot of people didn't even notice that much, but you know, I was I was struggling at times. I was in, in pain a lot during games, and it was just it was not as much fun as as it once was. And um, so for me, just my body, I think uh, mentally, I could have done another year and, and have fun with the boys. And I think KP coming and, and Luca playing together, I think I would have loved to to be there one more year. Just uh, but my, just my body told me, hey, listen, it's uh, you can't do it anymore. I mean, there. There was some stuff where sometimes where in games was okay, you know, took some some uh, medicine before, I even got got tons of injections, and then the next day at 10 a.m. I'm supposed to practice and just warming up. I'm already feeling there's just no way I'm going to get loose today, and it's just not happening. So at the end of the season, I barely didn't practice almost at all anymore. I mean, I'd warm up a little bit and then watch the guys do their work, and I'd sub in for some drills, but. It was uh, it was a tough tough year for me. So I think more than anything, I'm I'm relieved. I'm relieved it's over, and like I said, uh, try to leave it all out there uh, for all these years. And now it's it's time to enjoy. And hopefully my foot will get back to the point where I can I can hopefully enjoy life and, and play tennis. And if I want to go for a run, I can go for a run. And, uh, but I, right now at this stage, I'm uh, I'm a little struggling. You'll probably see that in the baseball game in, in two weeks when I'm hobbling to the first base. That uh, it's just not it's just not great yet. But you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll get better. And you can see that by going to 1053thefan.com forward slash Dirk and getting your tickets right now. It will sell out. You should get your tickets right now. I, I want to 
kind of hit on some of the things you're talking about there because I feel like starting with All-Star Weekend that your season really had an uptick there, and I th- it feels like all the struggle you went through, you were at least able to enjoy those final couple months. But specifically, man, that final 30 hours of the season meant a lot to a lot of people, Dirk. It was just mm-hmm. incredible. Did you know when you were going to the Phoenix game that night that you were going to tell everybody that you were retiring? Uh, so, yeah, so this decision just had come about. You know, I was, I was playing in my head with it for a while, and, and I think I told that story when I, after I was done in the press conference that, you know, my best game of the year was probably in Golden State. Hey, we were playing a great game. We're beating the champs, uh, even though I think Steph wasn't playing that game. I can't remember. But anyways, I'm, I'm having, for the first time this season, I'm scoring over 20 and I should be having a ball. I should be having a blast. And I shot that, that one fadeaway, and I landed. And I was like, honestly, this just, it's just not happening. It's just not happening anymore. So I, I kind of knew it in my head that this was it. And I wasn't quite sure how I wanted to handle the whole thing um, since I never really wanted that whole retirement tour. I ended up getting it anyways, uh, <laughs> which was super fun and uh, super emotional at times in, in some of the buildings on the road, which, which I've never would have imagined is impossible that a road player gets, uh, gets a, uh, an ovation like that or a reception like that. That was, uh, I mean, it was super emotional and I really enjoyed it all, but it's not, not something that I really ever wanted or asked for. So uh, I, w- I wasn't quite sure how I was going to handle my whole retirement thing. I, I, originally, I thought if you want to really play one more year, wait a couple of weeks after the season, see how your foot is. Maybe it makes sense to, to maybe uh, be there for the guys one more time and try it. And then it was just after that Golden State game, I think in my head I knew this is just not going to happen. This is just not much much fun anymore. And, and so I really just decided to announce it uh, just oh, was a day or two ahead uh, of that game. So it was a super emotional week. I kind of let everybody know. My, you know, my, my sister, my, my dad flew in. Because, you know, I, I was thinking if this is it, I want them at least uh, to be here and see the last home game. And I kind of had knew that, that, known that the Mavs had planned a little something. I didn't know, I mean, what, what was going on uh, there. It was amazing, amazing. Really, I can't thank the Mavs and everybody involved enough. But I knew there was something planned post-game. So uh, I was like, you know, I got inspired by the moment, you know, my – the fans being there and the atmosphere was amazing that last home game then you know my most five of my heroes were there flew in for me i mean you know it's just i got inspired by the moment and i kind of said you know it's i want i want everybody to know that this uh, this was it and and honestly i wanted i wanted the fans and the people there to hear it first and not not do a press conference say oh yeah and then then everybody you know if i do a press conference like in, in four or five weeks after if you call a press conference, then everybody already knows what's going on. So I kind of wanted <laughs> not the media to leak it. I wanted, I wanted the, the fans and people there to hear it first. And, um, so that's how that came about. But, you know, some, that last week I'll, I'll never forget. You know, sorry, my answer is, is so long, but the, the Phoenix game and then all the celebration. And it was super tough for me to get on the plane afterwards and, and try to play the next night after a super emotional night. But, you know, what I experienced in San Antonio, I'll, I'll always cherish as well. You know, I mean, I was in on the free throw line in, in the fourth quarter somewhere, and I'm hearing MVP chance. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that brought a little tears to my eyes that, that something like that would be, would be possible. And then a road arena where, 
uh, obviously been uh, been a rival of us for for so many years. So uh, it's it was a super super emotional week, and uh, honestly, I'm I'm relieved it's over. But it's it's something I'll I'll never never forget for the rest of my life. Man, you you brought tears to all of our eyes, and you just handled I appreciate it. it, dude. You just handled it perfectly, and you handled it perfectly. I think because it was just authentic, and it was nothing fabricated about it, and you were just yourself. And I uh, we all, it, yeah. man, you you took us all on an incredible ride. And <laughs> that's why, dude. We don't we don't we need more Dirk in our lives. We're already nervous. We're like, okay, wait, when are we going to see him? How are we going to hear from him? Like, we need. We're like really freaking out, and so that's why we love the Heroes game because that's all Dirk and. If you don't have your tickets yet, Friday, June 7th, 7.30, Dr. Pepper Ballpark in Frisco, 1053thefan.com slash Dirk. Already a ton of tickets sold. It will sell out very yeah. quickly. But we you, can't. You so we're seeing I, I'll, I'll say it then. I, I said it after that game. You know, I'll be here. You know, this is, this is my home now. And, you know, my wife has been here so long. We love it here. We have our network. Our kids are born here and, and love it and go to school. And we'll always be travelsome with our international background. But... You know, this was all. There was. This will always be home. You know what? What if I've experienced here? Uh, I just grew. Basically, I came here as a kid and, and grew into a man. So uh, this is where, where you know, my manhood lies. And uh, you know, this is where where I found tons of friends and supporters over the, the two decades. So uh, I don't see my future anywhere else. So don't worry. I'll, I'll be around. And, and I, like I said, after the season, I'll, I'll continue my. Uh, my charity work, and, and now that I have even more time, I might even go more all in and uh, and, and find great projects to, to support. And uh, so just just stay tuned on that. And and for the baseball, yeah, it's actually I don't know if it's the support even more since I'm retired now, but I felt like on day one that thing was almost sold out. So so come on out there, still a few tickets left, but always always a great event. And uh, to plug it real quick. Uh, we got Dak and Zeke coming back, as I'm sure you guys have, have already mentioned. And, yep. you know, some of the, some of the current math, some of the ex maths. I thought Dennis Smith Jr. is coming in, which is super, super sweet All of right. him. Um, so, yeah, it should be. Uh, and, and there's plenty of other Cowboys and Mavericks to be announced here in the, last, in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to it again. And uh, it's, it's always a great family event, so, uh, so come on out. Well, we, uh, you know, your, your business is your business, and, and you have every right to be as private as you want to be. But I, I have to ask you this because we started panicking, and we were like, well, gosh, Madonna, when he retired, he stopped doing the game. So maybe Dirk's done after this year. And we started freaking out. We're like, hopefully he does it for another 20 years. So I love hearing more about the foundation. Whatever you do, we're all on board. I mean, okay. everybody yeah, perfect. in so, we're in. So, yeah, no, you know, the question was, do I really want, if I'm done now, do I really want to shove – two events down down people's throats and you always have to you know ask the celebrities hey do you mind do you have time and i don't know how it is they get yanked in a hundred hundred directions so i definitely want to keep the tennis thing that's been our huge fundraiser and we're going to keep that in mid of september and so the question was uh do i want to still do the baseball as well and after my career but uh, I mean, uh, the fans and the support so far have been unbelievable. Like I said, it's, it's already almost a sellout, and still three weeks to go to the to the to the game. So, yeah, as for now, I don't think there's a decision made, and it's been everybody that I've asked usually has a blast doing that game and doing the event. And um, so, uh, as of now, it's, it's been a no-brainer to keep it. But uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to rehash again after 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 the event and see how it went. And, um, but as of now, there is really no plan to, to give it up. 
Yeah. Yes. I love hearing that. Yes, that is great news. Great, great stuff. We got Dirk Nowitzki joining us on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. So I regret having not asked you this after the game. What did Greg Popovich say to you before that game? Because I just, if everybody didn't get to see it, when San Antonio showed that video of you before the game, it was Mm -hmm. very emotional, Mm -hmm. and they were showing clips of you destroying the Spurs. I mean, how many organizations would do that? And then you went to Pop, and so I'm dying to know what Pop said to you there in that You know, Houston, uh, he's one of my favorites. Uh, He's just so cool and down to earth, and you can talk to him about anything, and he's not super full of himself like a lot of people in our business. And... But he's just super cool, and he's, he's got a pulse and everything. And so over the years, we've had, obviously, mutual respect. And here and there, we've had some conversations. And he just said, hey, it's, uh, it's been a heck of a career, and I enjoyed, uh, you know, coaching against you and, and competing against you. And, uh, you know, he's like, anytime you want, you want some wine, uh, come on down to San Antonio. We'll, we'll have some wine together. And, and then actually – a week later or so, I got a note from him. I got a note from him and, and a bottle of wine from uh, from his vineyard, and um, so just super, super classy. And what they what they did for me down there, uh, I've, I can never thank them enough. And obviously, R.C. Buford and and Pop, what they've done with that organization for the last 20 years. I mean, they've been always great, and um, so I got nothing but respect and uh, for and, and admi- admiration for for that franchise and for for those guys running it. Dirk, as you look back on the entire run, your entire beautiful career, what are you most proud of? You know, it's you know a lot of on-court stuff, of course, and, and, and bringing the first basketball championship here to the city was, was amazing. But, you know, the moment I've, I've got super emotional was when, when Brad Townsend did that little piece during the game, during the Phoenix game, on, on, the, on the stuff that, uh, that I do with – uh, children's hospitals for for a long, long time, and and that got me super emotional because at the end of the day, it's you know of course you had fun playing hoops, but you know did did you have an impact also on uh, on a lot of people just not not only with basketball. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm I can be proud of that, and I, I I pride myself on that on on, on helping helping others uh, uh, improve their situation, and so it's so that one. I got to say that video of all the videos and, and, and Larry Bird and, and everybody showing up, I want to say that that video made me the most emotional that night. It's just, uh, it's, yeah, it's, that's, that's what it's all about. Are you, uh, that says a lot about, about your character. So, so I was super proud of that, I got to say. One of the things that a lot of people talked about too, Dirk, is as Mav fans how great it was to have Luca and Porzingis see all that with you to kind of like, hey, not only can you be a great basketball player, but – but this is how it's done, and hopefully, you know, those messages sink in with those guys as they appear to have great careers ahead of them. You mentioned that those guys together made you at times feel like you wanted to stick around a little bit. I'd love to get your assessment of what kind of pl- player Porzingis is and what he's going to be for the Mavericks. So, I mean, he's this guy's the limit, honestly. So we've been watching him play one-on-one, two-and-two, three-and-three. At some, at some point in the last few weeks, he was practicing with us, and I mean, he is a seven foot three freak. I mean, he he can shoot it easy. He puts it on the deck. He's super long when he gets to the cup. Uh, he got great timing on defense with the shot blocking, and um, so I mean, it should be it should be fun to watch if if he stays healthy. Uh, him and Luca together, who, who both know how to play and 
they can play off the ball, on the ball. Uh, you can run a lot of sets through both of them. So, and I don't think they, they should be in each other's way. I think both have a unique uh, skill set, and uh, they should be so much fun to watch together. So uh, that's what I kind of want to see. KP coming back, and so that's that's why I'm a little sad that uh, just I can't do it anymore. But um, hopefully, you know, by by being there less last year, and then still trying to work hard, even though it was hard on me, uh, still trying to you know lead by example and 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 show them how you know a Nashi and Finn or or AC Green and all these role models showed it to me back in the days. You know how how to work, how to handle media. How to be, uh, how to act at appearances. Always be respectful, and and I just hope they they learned a few things from me. Even though you know I'm not the guy. Hey, hey, Luca, sit down. Here's what needs to happen. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, KP, this is what you need to do. I'm I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I'm I don't force myself on people. If you have a question, you come to me. We, we have a grown conversation. But I'm not telling people what to do and how to handle things. So. Uh, I hope that by me showing every day or showing up to work every day and trying to be the, uh, the best pro that I can be, that uh, that they'll learn a few things by, by just watching. And if they didn't, you know, they, they'll find their way. I mean, they're both super, super skilled and smart, and uh, they'll, they'll find their way. Man, that's exactly why stadiums in foreign cities stood up and cheered for you <laughs> because you never asked for any of it, and it was all authentic and real. I, I do want to ask you this. like, I can remember when people were like, oh, he's the next Larry Bird. Dirk's the next Larry Bird. And I can remember thinking, good Lord, that's unfair pressure. And I even remember Sports Talk Radio, oh, it's going to break this kid. So to go from that point, I'm wondering if you were ever even aware of, of that and, and how much pressure that was to be compared to him. And then go all the way to the end where he's at your last home game, right off a poster on your wall. Just Larry Bird specifically. Help me with the entire process to where here's the next Larry Bird to now he's at your, your last game. You know, I, I think I, I've obviously heard all the comparisons, comparisons at the beginning. And, and what I try to look at is, well, this is, this is a huge honor, but also I'm not, I'm not trying to be Larry Bird. You know, I will never be the passer and maybe never be – uh, the player that that he is, you, you got to focus on yourself. Even though it's it's a huge honor, and, and I'm, I'm humbled by by you saying that. But on the other end, I want to I want to carve out my own career, and uh, I want to be who I am. I don't want to be like somebody else. And and so I always kind of try to focus on myself. As you guys know, in the summer, you know, you even if you have a tough year like my first year, how do you get better? You got to work. You got to work. You, you take a week sometimes in my, my first, after my first year, if I took 10 days off, that's a lot. I was in the gym. I was in the gym. I was playing national team. I came back. I was playing summer league. I came back. I worked out with Holger. I came back and went right in the season. So my first couple of years, I mean, I, I literally played around the clock and, uh, you know, not, not really trying to be somebody, but trying to be the best player that I can be and, uh, and focus on myself and work as hard as, as I can and, uh, and that's the only way I, I saw it. And, you know, if, if guys are getting compared to me now, that's, that's, that's also humbling for me. But like I said, you know, eventually KP wants to be his own player and, and Luca wants to be his own player. And, and then if you just focus on that and, and work hard, it's, uh, it's easy to, to, to not get so caught up in, in all these comparisons. He's that, he's that. Everybody's their own individual and, and people are different and, and just, you know, try to be the best man and best player that you can be. One of the things I find interesting is some of the comparisons now aren't even so much as how the game is. It's 
the way you approach it. Like I hear these Greek freak and Damian Lillard comparisons, the way that they appear devoted to this franchise. And you were here the entire time. And we've talked about that, you know, ad nauseum, but you, you in a lot of ways, I think you realize this, you kind of are for, 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 especially for the younger people, you are the Dallas Mavericks. You're kind of the whole franchise in a lot of ways, Dirk. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. For the younger guys, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of great, great players come through this, this franchise. Okay, the 90s might have been a little tough time, but there was some amazing time in the 80s, and we've had some, some amazing times in the early 2000s. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's an honor. If people think Mavericks, for, especially for now, uh, that's, that's Dirk. That's, that's an honor for me that, uh, that I, you know, was lucky to stay around that long. And, you know, the, the like I always say, the community embraced me from from day one when I was struggling, and then then Mark buying the team and my team and my my year two, and you know having the relationship that I've had with him. You know, I say it all the time. How many owners come to a player's bachelor party? He was he was on my bachelor party having a good time, and that's just the relationship we had, and and so all this combined together was uh, was a no brainer for me. This is this is a great great city and a great market for for basketball so i never felt the need uh to go anywhere else and and i mention all the time if now if it wouldn't have won the championship in 2011 i'm not sure what would have happened but i know for a fact that i wanted to finish my career here and i wanted to make it work because uh, i loved it here and I, that's all i knew and i'm just so so happy and thrilled that that you know we got the job done in in, in 2011 and i think that took a lot of um stress off of me of of thinking about even uh, entertaining some uh, going somewhere else, which which obviously I never wanted. So I, I was just I was super thrilled that it worked out that way. And in a year that really nobody had us on the radar and nobody saw it coming, so that made it even more special. Well, you know, what, at the final home game, they had a uh, just a picture montage where one of your rookie pick would fade into your second year and third year and fourth year and. We just got to watch an adventure in haircuts, and it was just <laughs> just tremendous. And so I'd love to get your thoughts. What was your best hair, and what was your worst, most regrettable hair? You know, the look that I see now on draft day with Nashi, I mean, that's probably as, as foul as it gets, honestly. <laughs> with the, uh, the parted down the middle, the earring, I had a... I had a pinky ring on, and Nashie's got the the frosted tips. I mean, it's just that picture will stay with us forever. But uh, you know, that was well, that was hot at, at the time. I thought I was I was Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys, you know, <laughs> uh, without without the dance moves. But uh, that was probably my worst look. And then I kind of grew up, and I got rid of the rings and the, and the chains and the and, and the earrings, and uh, and just uh, you know, settled down. And I usually like my hair long the best uh that's how that's just how i like it but over the years now when you get older you don't want to deal with hair every day just the short hair kind of took over but in my 20s i love in the summer like i wouldn't get a haircut for months i would just always let it grow out and because uh, I, I liked having i liked having longer hair but uh you know, I don't want to run around with with a ponytail at forty. So these uh, <laughs> these, uh, these days are are long gone now. But uh, in my twenties, I enjoyed uh, the long hair. I liked when your teammates gave you the hard time for the Ellen haircut. Oh, uh, you know that you know that happened. So I'm I'm you know we we usually as, as a family we sit together and and uh, 
on the 31st at night of, uh, of December before we go into New Year, and we do a little New Year's resolution, and we do a little vision board the last couple of years, and what, what do you want to happen in this, fall, this coming year? So we go through these magazines as I'm doing my vision board, and I'm seeing this model there with this haircut. I was like, you know what? I want to try a new haircut. I was like, it's, it's time, and I want to try something funky. And it looked amazing on this, on this model. <laughs> and so I showed this to my guy, and when I got done, I was like, <laughs> I'm not sure I look the same as this model here on this, on this picture. Uh, so you should have seen, if we would have filmed that re- reaction when I walked in the next day for shoot-around, we were still at AC at the time, and some people were already in the weight room, and I'm talking about laughter of guys falling to the ground, <laughs> laughter of guys, of guys yelling, and people like, People thought something happened, so they run over from the training room, and then they start cracking up. And that was uh, that was actually super funny. And you know, like I say all the time, uh, a men's locker room is, is 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 just one of a kind. It's just I'll, I'll miss it. The, the trash talking, the the making fun of people every day, what you wear, what you do, uh, what you talk about. It's just I'll, I'll miss the camaraderie, and and you know, I'm glad. Uh, that I was subject of of some talking uh, with with that haircut. Did you did you see the Game of Zones cartoon with you and Luca and Porzingis and Cuban? So I'm a big uh, Game of Thrones guy, and I I don't necessarily like the Game of Zones. I've watched one episode early, and but I did have to see that one, and I thought it was freaking hysterical. Uh, <laughs> me laying there, and uh, it it kills my boy Q. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I'm like, okay, we have a game in eight hours. So I gonna start stretching. And it's, no, they, they, that, that that was actually super, super funny. I gotta say that there, there's the guys behind it are just super smart. Well, dude, we we could talk to you for 48 hours, so we'll let you go. We know you got a lot going on. It's sorry to ball hog. Oh, no worries, today. no worries. Um, uh, but no. I always but appreciate dude, you guys' support. And you know, there's the, the the media has been amazing to me. You know, so I. I, I gotta say thanks to everybody who supported me throughout my career. You know, you guys always support my my charity work and and do tons of publicities and always come out and support. So I want to thank you guys as well, of course. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 